Hey, how you doing, Ignite City? Hey, I just wanted to share something from today's reading. It was out of Luke chapter 24 for today. And I was sharing it with the staff at our staff meeting. And I just thought it was, uh, it stood out to me. And, and here's the reason. One word stood out. I think it came out twice in our reading. It was the word joy. Now, remember Luke 24, this is resurrection morning. Um, women were on their way. To, uh, with spices to anoint the body of Jesus. When you compare Luke 24 with Matthew 16, Matthew, or not Matthew, but Mark chapter 16, the women are on their way, not because they believe that Jesus is resurrected, but because they believe they're going to prepare his body for burial. Um, all the accounts say that. And so they didn't have this belief that Jesus had come back from the dead. On the way, they had this question, like, who's going to move the rock? And I brought this up before um, in messages I've spoken on Mark 16 often, and it's one of my favorite points when it was revealed to me and when I when I heard it, heard it and learned it. When you think of Jesus and everything that he'd done, all the miracles that he'd been that he had he had accomplished, uh, raising people from the dead, uh, helping those who are demon possessed to be freed, giving sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf. Um, allowing and and healing paralytics so that they could walk, uh, giving health back to those who had leprosy. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, feeding 20,000 plus people the little boy's lunch. When you think of all that Jesus did and think about all the, all the belief and all the hope that was building up within the disciples and all the people that loved Jesus, they had this hope. And then they see Jesus die on that Friday and then there's Saturday. And what do you do on Saturday? And And then you get to Sunday when you think that Jesus is actually still dead. And here's the thing. Here's Jesus doing all these miracles while he's alive. But when he's dead, people are going, well, what now? I mean, yes, he did massive, huge things. But man, when we get there, who's going to move the rock? See, when, when, when we live as if Jesus were dead, then, then, the, then here, here's the reality. When we believe that Jesus is dead or we live like Jesus is dead, we don't actually believe that he can do the miraculous anymore. We don't believe that he can do the impossible anymore. But a resurrected Jesus, oh my gosh, guys, when we, when we worship and we live knowing that Jesus is resurrected from the dead, we still believe, we still have this hope. He can do anything that he wants. And so when you get to uh, Luke chapter 24, um, when you get to verse 41, um, and in fact, let's read before that in verse 36, as they were saying these things, he himself stood in their midst. This is Jesus shown in the midst of the disciples and said to them, peace to you. But they were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. And he says, why are you troubled? And why do you, why do doubts arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet that it is I myself touch me and see because a ghost does not have flesh and bones as you can see I have. Having said this, he showed them his hands and feet. But while they still were amazed and in disbelief, because of their joy, he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? And so they gave him a piece of broiled fish and he took it and ate in their presence. Here's the word joy. It says, while they still were amazed and, dis and in disbelief because of their joy. I mean, there he is, Jesus resurrected, speaking to them and they're terrified and they're confused and they're still struggling with disbelief. But it's all because all that they were experiencing was because of joy. And then you continue on down. Uh, you get to verse, uh, after Jesus has ascended, you get to verse 52. It says, after worshiping him, they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And then verse 53, and they were continually in the temple praising God. Now, when I take that last verse, that they were, they were continually in the temple praising God, and you go over to uh, Acts chapter 2, 
And I told you that 42 to 46 is my blueprint for what I believe the church is supposed to be. And you get to verse 46. Listen to this. Every day they devoted themselves to, to meeting together in the temple. When you take Acts chapter uh, Acts chapter 2, 46 and connect it to Luke 24, 53, when they would go daily to the temple courts, what did they do? Well, they went there to worship. They went there to worship God. But according to Luke 24, uh, 2452, it says, after worshiping Jesus, after worshiping him, they returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they and they were continually in the temple praising God. Guys, they were in the temple continually praising God, led by a sense of joy. They'd seen the resurrected Jesus, um, they, they worshiped him, and they continued to worship him from a place of joy, not a place of duty. So this is what my prayer was this morning. I wrote, I wrote this, would you please multiply joy in me and my family, meaning Kelly and my boys and family, as well as my family in Ignite City Church. Please increase our joy so that our lives are lived out in praise and worship of you continually. Friends, that's what I prayed for you all this morning. I prayed it for myself and those that, I mean, all my friends and family that God, would you please multiply and increase our joy so that we are living continually in this attitude of worship, that us getting together daily it wouldn't bother us. We just want to worship. Us getting together weekly on a Sunday morning, not a duty, but out of joy because we worship and follow a resurrected Jesus. Our praying for one another, maybe even at some point coming together in regular prayer meetings, not out of duty or guilt, but out of joy. Uh, us in home churches and D groups, out of joy. Us impacting communities, impacting neighbors, looking for the one every day, not out of duty, but out of joy. Guys, when we're led by joy, nothing can stop us. When we're led by joy, then it's then it becomes it becomes real. It's this life that Jesus wants us to experience. We're actually worshiping Jesus because we adore him, we love him, we know that we're loved and liked by him, because we he's made this massive difference in our lives. We want to do these things because we're led by joy that comes with belief in the resurrection of Jesus. That was my prayer for all of us, that God would multiply and increase our joy, that we might live in this continual and continual worship of Jesus, whether privately in our homes or coming together on Sundays or coming together more often, if that's what happens, joining together in communities throughout the week, joining the discipleship groups, making impacts in our neighborhoods, at our workplaces, in our schools, looking for the one that God wants us to impact. Again, not out of duty because we want to be, be good Christians. No, no, no. Out of worship, out of joy-filled worship of Jesus who resurrected from the dead. Friends, I hope that's an encouragement to you. I hope it's a challenge to you. Um, but just know I was praying for you this morning as I as I finished up my time with the Lord this morning in his word. I prayed for you. I prayed for me and mine. I prayed for all of us. God, increase our joy that we might live continually in a state of worship. Friends, love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.